0: Chris again. Spooky Chris. Uh, with Spooky Chris's Cavern of C- Creepy Cre- I don't know, whatever the crap I called it. It's, it's a weird, <laughs> weird alliterative name that I can't even remember what's called. C- Spooky Chris's creepy Podcast. Hi. <sighs> I didn't expect to be back, but I figured, you never know. Maybe one or two people out there will listen to like 15 minutes of another idiot uh, rambling. Um, because that's what I offer you, my friends. Ramblings of an idiot. Um, it occurred to me today. It was funny. I was uh, reading a friend's post about the loss of physical media, and it's funny because I remember. I mean, I'm old enough to remember dinosaurs, but I remember when you know, as a kid, we had the Burger Wars and you know the the uh, the Cola Wars, and and then the uh, the format wars and home video wars and it's funny cuz it's just like the 80s and early 90s was full of just these arbitrary oddball made up wars cuz you can't get enough war in the world i guess um but it's interesting because i mean we're we're, we're on the precipice where you know the wars are going to be <laughs> are suddenly being called uh called for the side of the industry and not the, you know, the fans, unfortunately. I remember when I was a kid, you know, um, again, I'm old enough that, that I grew up in the heyday of VCRs. I remember when my folks got a VCR and, and like, the first trips to the to the video store were amazing. Um, I remember waiting, like, you could put your name in. So they have a list of, you know, movies coming out and you can put your name in um, to reserve a movie. And when they would call you, like, oh, hey, blah, blah, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Ringler, the, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is in. She'd like to come pick it up. I mean, that was so awesome. And, like, throwing down and <clears throat> getting pizza. I a movie. I remember one of the first movies we ever rented. I think we got a VCR. And you got b- free birthday rentals. And we got it, uh and i one of the first movies we rented was um something wicked this way comes which I just adore and which I just it still sticks to me as one of those rare movies where I watched over and over again back then as a kid when I when we rented it and I just remember how special it was to go and get movies and and what a, what a big fun deal very stressful deal um and this isn't a kind of a rant about oh no things moved on um because that's the way it happens um you There are kids today that may feel that way about Redbox, where they go to Redbox like, oh, my gosh, what can I do? What can I rent? What movie? What game? Um, So it's just, you know, whatever kind of wherever in the time spectrum you fall is kind of what you're connected to. Um, But, I mean, that era meant a lot to me. And I remember, you know, I met a friend, my friend Jack, who introduced me to the idea of bootlegs and uncut movies and Asian films and Italian movies, like, this, uh, suddenly, uh, this whole new world opened. I mean, I was into horror, <clears throat> and I was for sure into gore, but I never imagined that there was this whole world of movies out there um, just waiting to be discovered. I mean, I didn't know. Um, and I mean, going to com- can, you know, comic convention, the convention, and buying bootlegs of uh, Ricky O and Uncut uh, Argento and Fulci films, and just like it, it was just a great time. But it's funny to say that, and then, you, you honestly, it's a better time now in most ways because I can go online and I can buy a pristine version of those movies with extras, with, like, looking better than they did when they came out at theaters, um, with comprehensive um, extras that kind of explain, you know, the making of the film, like, the ideas behind it. Like, there's so much for, like, if you are a film fan, Especially a genre film fan, like there, this is, I mean, a golden age. But unfortunately, the golden age seems to be kind of creeping to a close. Again, I remember, I got uh, my friend Jack had a laserdisc player, and I was just my my mind boggled. Um, my first thing I wanted to buy was Christine on laserdisc because I wanted to see it widescreen. I was obsessed with widescreen. Um, you know, and my my obsession with Carpenter hasn't gone away, but like I needed to see like the way it was meant to be seen, and I wanted the extras, and I want all that stuff. And it's great because, again, we have all that stuff now, and it's relatively available, and it's much less money. I mean, I bought uh, the Criterion Halloween Laserdisc set. It's like a 100 bucks. I bought it with uh, birthday money when it had come out. Um, bought it at a mall store. So, I mean, it's, you know, we're a world uh, apart, and it's been great, again, because, you know, and then get DVD, and DVD is better looking than Laserdisc, and then, you know, with a Blu-ray, and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> but we're at an awkward spot where you know, with Samsung stopping production of 4K and Blu-ray players, you're going to start seeing, I I feel like that's a a big step towards ending physical media, in that we're going to start seeing companies scaling back their production, you know, and it's, for a moment it was great it was you know netflix came out and even amazon prime and it's like wow i have i have I have my collection but then there's other stuff new stuff other things that i can watch and, and sample and rent and i like like i love renting digitally renting movies because i can't go to a di- video store like there, they, there's still a few out here but i mean it's easier just to spend the money at home and that's the shame on me because i'm going to be i'm part of the the death of the industry i love um But uh, it's just easier for me to rent it real quick and just watch it. But uh, with so many digital streaming services opening, all of this content, you know, once upon a time Netflix would have Disney movies, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, you know, and they're all under one tent now. But, you know, Warner Brothers, uh, like TV shows, they have all this stuff. But now everybody wants to have their own streaming network because they want like their piece of the pie. They feel like they weren't getting enough money. I mean, that's not for me to figure out. But what it does is it hurts the fan because it's more and more streaming services we have to decide whether or not we have money for. It's not like any of us are making more money suddenly. And the problem with that is that the push to go digital, one, takes away kind of your full ownership because, yeah, you quote-unquote own it and you can put it on a server or something. But what if there's in the code somewhere. Like, I, I mean, I don't remember, you know if people remember, they had like a Circuit City, the old uh, old store, Circuit City, which is kind of Best Buy-esque, essentially. Um, they tried to push a, a product that this company had where it was basically you'd buy a DVD and it had an expiration. And basically, the, you could watch it X amount of times and then the DVD would kind of... Self-destruct? Not really, but kind of like dissolve. Nah, it's also But like, basically, it'd, it'd be um, you couldn't use it anymore. So, so um, that you know that that was a weird idea, and it's I mean, it still is. And uh, just the notion that that was a thing was just it weirded people out, and we're kind of getting toward that again where you don't have full ownership and I mean if you buy it you buy it it's yours it's in your house but like if you buy it digitally what if they put a code in there that after X amount of you know things they you know it's like oh well you bought use of this your use is up they probably won't it's paranoia but what if they did they could we don't know like you're seeing now with where if you kept your movies in an online vault Um, you're seeing that, you know, those vaults are closing because, you know, companies don't last forever. So what happens then? You know, these movies. Well, you can transfer them to another service. Yeah, but again, like, you can only transfer to so many services until there's just no more services. Uh, It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird, you know, where ownership is kind of, it's it's a kind of ethereal thing that we don't have. And again, that's why, you know you want to have the physical media and we're the old guys and you know out there we're like oh no I don't want this new stuff and I mean digital would be great like I think it'd be neat, neat to have like a Plex server to have all of your movies and you could just like like your own home Netflix I think that's awesome but it's again weird because I had one time I was transferring CDs like I was making a digital so I could have them on a hard drive um, like I owned the physical CDs I was just making digital copies and I knocked the thing over and all of it got erased that's the thing is these I mean the memory services and stuff everything has a life expectancy I mean so do discs but I just don't like the idea that an accident or someone else can decide I don't own it anymore and the thing too goes into the idea that you know we're in an era like where if you're a fan, like, you really want to know the ins and outs of these movies. You want to know how it was made, the extra scenes, the the behind the scenes. You want to know all that stuff. You want to hear from the filmmakers. And they're starting to kind of pare that back in some ways. Um, you're not seeing as much for a minute that we had. Like, that was, like, a big thing, like, because they want to sell product. Well, now it's like, well, shoot, we'll just sell the digital version. Who the heck cares? As we move to digital, we're going to lose that stuff like, not completely, because they may kind of throw a bone, but, like, really, it's going to be upselling. It's going to be like they do on um, video games. was like, cool, you like the video? Awesome. It's, it's X amount of price. Cool, you want a new outfit? Oh, that's an, that's an extra price. Or you want another outfit? You want another level? You want another this? And it's going to be the same thing. It's like, oh, you want a commentary? Two dollars. You want behind-the-scenes footage? Oh, that's a dollar. Do you want deleted scenes? That's three dollars. I mean, so this movie that you spent, you know, 12 bucks on is going to suddenly rise in price as they add more features. And it's just weird. It's weird to think that. Like instead of, and it, you know, again, like it still you know, may end up being less than a $25 spent on Blu-ray. But I don't like the idea that we could soon kind of have to have several services to get our movies. Like, and if you look at the services, it's not as if you can go and say like, oh, I want to watch um, Benny and June or Harold and Maude or whatever, you know, couple movie. If one of the streaming services doesn't have it, what are you going to do? And if you don't own it, like, you have to buy it. Like, there is so much stuff. It's kind of like with when, you know, when you look at when records, you know, when we went to 8-tracks and tapes and CDs, like, there's so many records, so many performers, so much art lost. Um, and you're seeing it with, you know, from the VHS era to the DVD era, uh, in, in DVD to, to Blu-ray. There's just so much stuff, and it's it's rights issues. It's interest issues. You know, it's costs. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be lost um, as we lose the physical media. And it's just, it's weird and scary to think, you know, movies that we loved, that we grew up with, if we can't find them streaming or can't kind of buy them digitally, and maybe, maybe all that stuff will appear digitally because it'll be easier because they don't actually have to physically produce something. Maybe, maybe there's there's a, a light at the end of the road and maybe they'll sell it for, a couple bucks. But it worries me again because I don't. I wonder if they'll put the work in to remaster old films, to dig up archive stuff, to put together old movies that like, you know, even newer movies that were butchered in some way, if they'll put the work in to make them something special. And it's, I mean, you know, the physical era of media is ending. Like, I mean, look at music. People just don't buy CDs much anymore. So it's it's going to be weird and it's going to be interesting to see how how it goes and my hope is that the industry leaders I mean you still have you know, Synapse Arrow um, Blue Underground uh, Screen Factory they have, they have these kind of standard bearers for for the genre Criterion that are they're you know holding the day but it really does worry me that a day's going to come when we don't have access to all the movies we used to have and all this stuff and same thing music um, And, you know, maybe we won't care. I mean, that's the thing is a lot of this stuff disappears and we just don't notice. So maybe did we care anyways? But maybe we did care and we just have so much kind of going on, we just didn't realize it until it was gone. It's hard to say. Um, I definitely don't look towards that day with fondness. But for now, I I know I'm I'm still a Blu-ray buyer and lover of physical media, and I guess I always will be. Especially as a a guy who writes books that uh, don't necessarily translate well to e-books. So there you go. Have a good whatever you're doing. Bye.